The boy is mine. 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 Look like Carmen San Diego today. <laughs> Don't. I'm not sick. Who's sick? You're Nobody's sick. sick. Nobody's it's, sick. It's mom life, yo. Moms. 
Mom Life, yo. Welcome to Mom Life, yo. Mama, it's T. Lopez. And Bring and Jane. Uh, Did the Carmen San Diego outfit make you like extra? It's animated? a magic hat. I think it's like the Frosty the Snowman hat. Like I put it on and I came to life. I, was that like the first computer game ever? The, which one? Frosty? Carmen, Carmen San Diego. Was that a computer game? I always thought it was a cartoon. I, I played it on the computer. I played Oregon Trail, so that just shows how much older I am than You're you. You're still a millennial. Moment. Am I still a millennial? I'm pretty sure, yes. I, I thought I was. Am I, we're like. I am at least, because I'm, I'm a couple years older than you. I thought it was like between a Gen X and a and a millennial. I think Gen X, like, well, anyways. Either way, we act like millennials. Um, we have, we, have, we Uber to school with our kids. Um, we have a great show for you guys tonight. Uh, today, tonight. Wow, I'm already in show mode. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> In my mind, I'm at a concert because we have a very special treat for you guys where we were at a concert at night. Yes, we went out. The moms, the dads, we were out and about. Um, and we have that for you here in a second. But we want to introduce our special guests. We have a tribe called Dad on our show Hey-o, today. Hey, the dads are here. Uh-oh. Including the person you guys know, DJ Hoppa, who's here with us usually for the Mom Hype Yo show. He's also my husband. And DJ Spider. Hello. You know what the funniest thing is? What? I've known Spider the longest <laughs> I out of this whole room. I have. So you, so Brigan and Spider knew each other the longest, and then Hoppa and Brigan knew yeah. each other. You and, and I then the I met Brigan, <laughs> well, and then I met that's Spider. That's so funny. That, I think that's true. That story makes sense because Spider knew me because I was the girl who really wanted to learn how to DJ. And yes. I was obsessed with DJing, so we were just always at the same spots, and I was yeah. like the creeper who'd always be behind. Also, I was like acutely, <laughs> acutely aware of Spider's existence in this world because one of my friends at that time had the biggest crush on you. Oh, oh snap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're all married with babies. <laughs> that didn't work out. And but now his wife who's listening is with him. <laughs> is wondering who that is. I'll, I'll keep my friend away. Um, but you I'm sure is also now married well, with babies. Well, we have a detective right? who's here. I have a detective, uh, Carmen <laughs> Sandiego. If you guys yeah, saw me right now. By the end of the are, show, you're going to figure it out. If you, guys, <laughs> if you guys are listening live, on our Instagram stories, I've posted myself making fun of myself. I thought I had a baseball cap in the car. When I got in there, I realized I did not, but, but still so needed cute. a hat. You need to go I on mean, a safari. I look like I'm gonna ride a horse, but it's all good. <laughs> um, speaking of DJing, as which is our connection here and music, we were at your house the other day, Brigham. Yes. By the way, in her beautifully designed by her interior <laughs> designer you. house. And your brother was there, Marcus. And How old is Marcus? Is Marcus is 22. He's 22. Mm-hmm. Plays the piano like nobody's business. It's crazy. But didn't know, like, I was like, so you know that Boys to Men song? Because he's playing the piano. And I'm, I'm just assuming he knows oh, who yeah. Boys to Men. He's like, oh, I think I've heard of them. No, what? I'm it pretty sure he to said, my heart. who is Boys who to is Men? Who is Boys to Men? And I was like, I've, I've failed. Well, and... Yeah, but I, he wasn't even I, born when they came out. Doesn't matter. Not even doesn't close. Doesn't matter. I'm still offended. <laughs> but either 20 way, twenty years ago was 1998. But either way, yeah, we right. played. We played Facts it for I him. I don't want to hear. We played it. We played it for him. And like by Wu-Tang the first, was older. Wu Tang. <laughs> a tribe called Quest. A tribe called Dad. By the first 
hook, he was already playing it. That's how talented he was. He like he knew all the R and B chords, and I was just like, "Trust me, go home, listen to nineties R and B, and it will change your life, piano player." And uh, yeah, we had that whole conversation with him where we were like, "Let us school you." Yeah, well, people don't know. I was DJing a party. I was playing Stevie Wonder, "Do I Do," and this girl comes over. She's like, "This song is amazing. What is this?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I thought she was kidding." And then she's like, "No, I don't know it." And I'm like. All right, I guess that's like on one hand, oh no, you don't know, but on the other hand, I just introduced someone to Stevie Wonder, Wonder. Do I do? <laughs> which is amazing. And now her life has changed and she look, you know, put it in her little notes and that's Well, here's someone yeah. who we might also need to introduce Marcus to. Who? Monica. Right. You know Monica. We know Monica. I don't know. Do you do you remember Monica? I do remember Monica. Right? Yeah. Every, like, for you, I will. Yes. We were Angel just playing the, the boy is mine. The boy huh? is mine. Monica <laughs> and Brandy, the yeah. 1998 girl battle song of all time. And now she's on that VH1 show, T.I. and Tiny, yep. Friends and Family or something. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Monica. Well, we were there at her concert the other night. She was playing for World AIDS Day for AH, AHF, the AIDS Foundation, and looking as beautiful as she can be. She is a mama of three. It's, I mean. Isn't that crazy? Yes. It's the same thing when I look at Beyonce and I'm like, how are you doing this? You got three kids at home, but they're just doing it. Well, I love that the moms were backstage together. <laughs> right. The mom, the mom had to wake, make her way backstage. Um, Hoppe was there too. The dad also had to make his way backstage. So we caught up with her. We have, we have a little interview. I'm so excited. We have an interview from the Monica here to share with you, mom, listening. Um, like to hear it here. Here backstage with Monica, the Monica. I I was singing every song, first of all. <laughs> you were dancing on the left. I need I love that though because that I always tell people you don't know how much it fuels us when you respond. You know, you don't want to be stared at like the fish in the fishbowl or like when people go to the aquarium and go, oh, you want people to interact and have a good time and remember what those songs and moments were like. So it was good tonight. Pause. I was talking to Monica. Pause, like, you were also dancing cool. and she noticed you. <laughs> that, that was the best part. She was, I was like, jamming out. Man. Oh my God, you saw me. You saw me. And now we're talking. She saw you dancing. You know, like when you go to a concert, you're like, I know I had a moment with that singer. Look, you probably know it from the other side. Well, I know it from being a singer, but oh, but it's just different. Like, this is someone I've been singing her songs for I don't know how but long. But she really was looking at you. Right. So <laughs> I was the one who got to go backstage and be like, oh, you did see me. Because you did. always think in your mind you have this fantasy that you guys connected. But she, we actually connected. So that was fun. Hoppa was there, too. And we it was just so nice. Like, as the mom, the dad, the family, we know what it's like to be on tour with kids. And Hoppa was asking her some stuff about it, too. Talk to me just real quick about the importance of family and family values. You know, that's everything for me. Mm. That's everything for me. I um, I remember when I had my first son and they started telling me, well, once you have kids, you're never as popular again. You know, And that was the furthest from the truth. I always tell people what's for you is already yours. And some of it we don't know is before us. We just have to keep living to get to those moments. Right. And so once I had children, I realized that it's okay to prioritize. I don't have to make every gig. I don't have to be at every event. I don't have to put out a record every single year. If you do things of good quality and put out good quality records, then you go out when the time is best for you. So, like the last time, I was able to go out during the kids' winter break, take them with me the first three weeks, and um, really have them there. 
I just prioritize family first over everything mm. because when all of this is done, they've been there, they'll still be there when it's right. over. Right. Isn't that interesting that we were talking about this the other day, Brigham, you and I at your house. When I was pregnant, I was like, I don't, people are not going to look at me the same as a singer. Yeah. And she had that same thought. Right. But it's also interesting how she rejected it so much right, earlier. People were telling her that. And yeah. She didn't. And she was like, no, I'm going to make it about my family. And yeah. then, but that's a, that's a lot of strength to have. And a part of why that happens, I think, is because for a woman, especially a woman who does R&B or a woman who's up on stage singing her songs. And I mean, you know, you get you get labeled a sex symbol and you lean into it because you're like, yeah, you know, I'm sexy. I'm up here, you know, dropping it like it's hot because I want to. And I'm singing about sexy things. And then when you have kids, you wonder, do people view me differently? Does that change? I want to talk to you. Spider Dad. and I go through Hello. that all the time because we oh, yeah. always <laughs> drop it like it's hot. And it's, yeah. we don't let that hold us back. That's how I start my gigs. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the better question. Once you know somebody is a mom, are you just like, not sexy anymore? Even if... I don't think so. No. I mean, take... take I mean, I have well, a, now, I have, now, I'm married to a mom. Right, but <laughs> now, sexy. I was just going to say, now you're married to moms, your perception of that has probably changed. Well, what about yeah. and set before? Aside, yeah, set aside us, who we're obviously sexy. <laughs> obviously. Um, what, what about just singers in general, women who, like... Like, Didn't, did Beyonce like, become like, not sexy when she was a mom? But she's Beyonce. But who else Who else is there I that mean, really publicly had... Hoppe, in one interview a long time ago, I read, had a thing for Jessica Alba. When Jessica Alba had kids, did you look at her like a mom or you looked at her like she's still cute? Uh, well, those are two... You're, you're acting as if those are two separate things, right? Like, do you look at somebody as if they're just a mom or if she's still cute? I was afraid that that was really the Did truth. she become a little less cute? I don't think so. Or sexy. I guess we should say no, sexy. No, I don't think so. And I think that there's plenty of people that are out there that, that you know, certainly have uh, aged gracefully or, you know, have matured in, in different ways. I don't think that hot. that's an issue. I think the word is hot. Yeah, I don't I think, think that that's still, an issue. It's still hot for her. We're just backing you in a corner to blame <laughs> what the is reason this? that we uh, What is this? I feel, feel like this is an ambush. Yeah, is. seriously, yeah. we can't answer this correctly. <laughs> we I don't fit. think they're less sexy. They're just busier. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy so you're to like, answer all right, you're going to have a little less time going on. <laughs> I mean, the mom could be 18. I don't know. Well, these days, the... yeah. I mean, Kylie Jenner's a, a mom, yeah, right? And yep. so I think that's also changing. Uh, I think the face of motherhood is changing. Yeah. Um, right? And I think we've gone through pockets. It's That's actually a really interesting thing because I think uh, as many young women as she influences, I mean, I feel like there's going to be a... A trickle down. I already see. I already see a lot of younger women having kids, and I don't know if that's. I'm not saying that that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying that, like, I think that we're gonna go through this this phase. Right. I mean, there, what about teen mom MTV? No, with all of that, There's yeah. already been a that TV was, show feel, that's but, glamorized it. Well, that then they yeah. get Instagram followers true. and sponsorships just because they had a kid when they were 14. True, you know? true, true. So, I don't know if that's well, that positive yeah. reinforcement. Well, no, and, with, and with that show, I feel like you saw the what they were having to really go through. I don't know that young girls look at Kylie Jenner and Kylie Jenner and go, "Oh, well, she's struggling to make it now that she's right. had a kid so young." But do they? differentiate that they haven't probably made it like right? nobody's made it like Kylie Jenner yeah I mean we haven't made it like Kylie Jenner <laughs> <laughs>
I'm just saying. And so, does she really have a kid, or is it just like a line in her bio? <laughs> like I don't think I've ever oh seen this God. child. I've seen her and she's okay. cute. <laughs> she's like totally got a kid, dude. Put it in my bio. Toast my goat. Lincoln bio to my kid. <laughs> I think the other topic, though, that we're talking about, and, and this is actually a big reason why we started uh, A Tribe Called Dad, was just to, I think, destigmatize what Monica was talking about, mm -hmm. where she's basically like, you know, it was one of these things where once you have a kid, you're done. And I think if you're a pop artist today, uh, or even if you're a pop artist over the last 10 years, I think that that was a general stereotype that happened and that was a big thing that that went on. It was, you know me, I didn't I didn't post Ellie. I didn't post that I was pregnant ever. I never posted a belly pic. And then when I finally posted the back of Ellie's head, um, people were like, whose baby is that? They had no right. idea I had a baby because I didn't want to lose gigs. Yeah. <laughs> and this was, um, <laughs> Brigan's coughing, not laughing by the way. <laughs> But you can laugh at me. I am not to. laughing. I'm coughing. <laughs> Who's sick? I'm not sick. <laughs> no one's sick. I'm Moms don't get sick. But I remember really feeling that way. Really going like, do I want someone who wants to hire me for a gig, come to my page and see mommy and me? Yeah. No, I don't. Well, I think we've gone through a little bit of that on the dad side, you know, and I think that that's a big part of the reason why we started this show is to then be able to um, highlight other dads who certainly... It's not it's not the same fatherhood isn't the same motherhood isn't the same and I think you know It's not the death of your social life. I mean spiders traveling every weekend spiders traveling somewhere and playing, you know So how are you doing that? Well, look, I mean, I think like anything. I mean, th that's the thing about having kids. I think with the balance like with anything you're gonna have to sacrifice something, something. Right. so like you just are deciding how much you want, you know, and like your kids are gonna I'm just Deal more tired how? in life, though, being a parent. And I feel like the idea to travel again like that, it just, I'm like, oh, no, the bones are too old. But you know what? You get a plane ride by yourself. <laughs> That's you true. read a magazine. That's true. You can have a glass of wine and sleep. Uh, and, you're, and you're not traveling with kids. And you're not traveling with kids Yeah, usually. maybe it is vacation. Yeah, I mean, I, you you completely I, talked me don't out blow of this, up this spot. Like this is a whole no, situation. No, it's super hard. <laughs> I mean, there. I think we talk about that though, and and we address that, and we have guests on our show that um, have similar situations. Not not the exact same, but you know, we have folks on. We like to uh, refer to it as the non to five dad, and you know, the person who non n o n yeah, non the, to five. the non to five dad. You know, it's it's just different. I think when we were growing up. You know, a lot of times, you know, the the there were these roles that were assumed in the house where like the dad would go to work and he'd go to work from nine to five. And that would be the whole thing. And then the mom would raise the kids. And I think for us, we really just kind of want to, you know, shed some light on this new, I guess, this new model or these new models. I for, like it makes me actually there's a sense of comfort that I feel that dads are actually thinking about that because I think. In my mind, moms were the only ones thinking, am I still cool after I have, you know, these kids? And you're telling me that that passes through a dad's mind, too. Yeah, I think the other thing that we are really fortunate to have to some degree is the fact that we have these jobs that do keep us somewhat young. I mean, we're sort of forced to be to understand what's going on. You have to still be on. cool. 
Yeah, we just need to know who Travis Scott is, you right. know, and what his latest record was, and and because of that, you know, and all the little whatevers, like the little baby record, and all sorts of stuff like that, that I think allow us to sort of stay in the mix a bit. If you guys have been listening for the last few weeks, we've um, teased some of the episodes of a tribe called Dad podcast and we've played some of the I mean they're DJs so they play all the music and all the music that maybe your kids probably shouldn't be singing but all of our kids are singing because they hear it everywhere and so on their podcast I love that that's you know it's it's all of a sudden it's the DJs realizing that this might not be (laughs) appropriate and then you guys did an episode the other day where it was talking about like what are the top three things that your parents said that now you say or that your parents did that now you do what were some of the very uncool things that you cool dudes oh yeah now well, do as parents well if anybody hasn't heard a tribe called dad yet you can listen to it everywhere it's on itunes it's on uh spotify it's on TuneIn. it's everywhere um so wherever you listen to podcasts it's a tribe called dad but the whole show is centered around it's it's meant to be a shorter form show so i mean you guys do an hour we do a half hour that's about how long our attention span is. <laughs> you scaled it for so, the gender. Right, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, no, but it's centered around this top three. And so each each episode, we come up with a top three. And, yeah, some weeks it was uh, the, one of the first ones we did was the top three songs your kids are singing along to that they don't know the words to. Or we did uh, top three candies that we're stealing from our kids' Halloween yeah, buckets right or whatever. Halloween. Yeah, mm. and then, um, yeah, we just did... Uh, one of the recent episodes was, yeah, top three things that uh, we say or do that reminds of, us of our parents. So, you know, what was what, what were some of the ones that you had? I, mean, I don't even hilarious. know if I remember. Um. Hoppa says things that my dad used to say. That, so I'm like, I've heard Hoppa oh, slip yeah, into he like grandpa. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I call him grandpa sometimes. Yeah, too. she because does call me grandpa you, sometimes. You, you jump so far because you go from being so cool to like, it's like, hey, I'm still cool when I make the jump, all right? <laughs> no, but it's like, you will be like, I can't even make fun of it. It's like, I do catch to, myself doing this. Oh girls. my goodness, golly. Geez, like, it's like a throwback to like so far. It's like right. goodness golly sake, and you're like, what? Just that happened? is completely not true. I <laughs> yes, don't think I've is. ever said my. Goodness. Oh, I hear him say goodness golly sake all <laughs> the time. We have to edit these out of I'm our going. show. It's so bad. But yeah, no, mine this. was just like uh, just just different things. Like you said, trying to get him to do, just trying to get him to eat, like straight up put food into his mouth and swallow it you know like i just remember my parents trying to get me to eat all i wanted to have was like jelly beans or something you know yeah. and, and they're like you gotta take one more bite you know and so i just remember like i'll just be i don't know where like i don't even know what i'm doing anymore like i'm just fighting to get a french fry into his mouth even though that's as bad as like the jelly bean but i'm just like Eat the one more fry, <laughs> like, and then I'm just like, I have visions of my parents like doing that to me, and I don't even, I don't even know if the pizza, it's just pizza, it's all bad, but I'm just trying to stuff right. it into his mouth so and then he can have another horrible pizza thing. So you can have ice cream, yeah, with That's an Oreo. You might as well put it all together like in a blender. <laughs> but I'm like upset that he won't finish the. I, I four think I'm French the one fries. parent who's like, good, then go to bed hungry. Like, no, I, do not, I do not force feed my kids at all and they will at 8 p.m. be like I'm hungry I'm hungry I'm like well then eat tomorrow good night I've <laughs> tried that but I tried that and Ellie didn't eat for two days yeah that was that's the only problem that I'm like well I've, now I can't do that now I guess eat peanut butter I don't know yeah and then I get in a massive argument about dessert so I'm just like yo 
I'm not gonna, you know, then it's, that takes like an hour. Like, I just want two Oreos. I'm like, you didn't eat enough. So it's like, I'm like, you need to eat it but, right now. And we all have like generations around. T, your grandma is still. Yeah, my, my grandma still around. around still. And She's I saw 99. that on, on your Insta. You did such a cute photo where you honored them and their family and all of that. I did. It was a, it was a photo of 99-year-old Grammy, who still, by the way, knows the score on every game and is up on top of this. Right now. Yeah, she's probably listening to this. She's way cooler than we are this as a this. mom and as a great-grandmother. Um, and it just... It's really interesting to have these photos. Now we all have them on our phones and we have them, you know, everywhere. We don't print them out as much as we want to. We don't have hard copies of them like yeah. we used to. Well, and you're such an interviewer. Haven't you been spending a lot of time and writing things down with her and that whole thing as well? Yes, I and for that. me, it's a huge priority for my kids to know where they're from, like where they come from and the shoulders that they're standing on. And I want them to know that they're more than just I want them to know more than just where they're from. I, like, I want the stories. Yeah. Grammy has lived 99 years. I want to know what it was like in the 40s. I want to know what she, you know, who yeah. her first boyfriend was or just anything like that. Well, and I love that you're a storyteller, but I don't necessarily have, I'm not, that's not my DNA and my skill set to like go sit and listen. And so I just found this thing called Storyworthy. Yes. Basically. Storyworth. 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 Yep. Um, that takes care of all of that. Yes. And so, yeah, it's it's cool. Because yes. For we, me. We found this, and I actually subscribed to it and sent it to my parents. It's, um, if you guys go on, if you guys, we're going to tell you all about it. We're going to give you all the links. But you literally, you go online, you subscribe to it, you send it to your loved one. It starts asking them questions that you would never ask. Like, I'm not going to ask Grammy who her first crush was, but it'll <laughs> ask her that and she can write it out or she can phone it in. Yes. And she can, and she, it will print out the story for you. Yeah, because your grandma isn't necessarily going to get your email and respond to it so they can record it over the phone and just call this number. And I don't have to stop my day and be like, Grandma, and then you know how you can't get off the phone with Grandma? <laughs> yeah, like, that's that a problem. That is such a thing. <laughs> But you can, it's a perfect holiday gift because it's one of the things that you, at the end of the year, all the stories will be bound in a keepsake book, like a mini autobiography. It's like they're memoirs and you can keep them for years to come for your own kids. It's what I've tried to do, even with my own kids of writing, writing letters to them. But there's, there's I love when technology meets like the old school keepsake, like yes. the little books. And this is sort of. Is and it yeah. digitized as well? Like, is do they save like a digital version? Do we know that? So I'm all all of your stories are saved um, online, and you and they are kept confidential. So that's cool though, because if there were, if you lose the book, yeah, yes. or if like something happens, it's well, and also there. that they're kept confidential. Because I sent it to my parents, and my parents are freaking Bonnie and Clyde, and there are some stories that the authorities should probably not know about. Just <laughs> oh, things damn. that you get into when you're a hey. teenager that like. Maybe you want your kids to know once you're out out of that phase of life, but it's just it's like encourage grandma to let it all out. <laughs> <laughs> encourage grandma to let it all out. You can upload pics, and of course, the stories remain private. Like I said, um, listen, we have a very very special offer for you guys. Drum roll. <laughs> They are offering $20 off. You just have to go to storyworth.com forward slash mom life. That's the promo code storyworth.com forward slash mom life. I'm telling you, it's such a good How much holiday is it? gift. 
How much is it? So they're total? running a pro. They're running a special price right now, which I think is fifty nine dollars. And then it's twenty bucks off of that. Twenty, 20 bucks off, off of that. So it's but only thirty nine bucks. Well, let's let's fact check this because I'm trying. Right. You know, there's a special, it's and then free. we have a special on top of the special. <laughs> But yeah, good, good, right? Is there like a, a witness protection button you can check? I hope like, so. We're going to need it. This will change the names to protect yeah, the right. innocent. I bet you yeah. could. <laughs> yeah, you probably could. We're going to need that. My, my family's definitely going to need that. You guys, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to get a tribe called Dad to do our Save Your Sanity tips. I'm really interested to hear what the dad life hacks are. Mm. We know what the mom life hacks are. Keep it right here, you guys. It's Mom Life, so yo. Silly of me, devoted so much time to find you and faithful boy. I nearly lost my mind. Drive past your house every night in an unmarked car. Wonder what she had on me to make you break my heart. Yeah. And smack your chick just to show you Monica not having it. So in love with you like a drug habit. Get so you treat me so unreal. What she do, I do better. What she did to make you love her. What did she do?
Welcome back to Mom Life, yo everyone, it's T. Lopez. And Brie Ginting. And our very special guests, A Tribe Called Dad, DJ Hoppa and DJ Spider. Hey, what's up, what's up? This is the part of the show that we like to call our Save Yo Sanity segment, where we share our tips and tricks in parenthood. I say parenthood today because we have dads, it's not motherhood, it's parenthood. Yep. It's the hood where the parents live. <laughs> um, I have one. Yes. You always have good I, ones. No, I don't, but I have one today. <laughs> On Saturday, I thought about this. My trick for if you guys are looking to do a holiday card or just mm. get your kids to take a good picture in oh, general. Please. My trick is always when you get all the families together. Okay, kids, we're going to sing a song. If you're happy and you know it, shout hooray. Every kid will go hooray. Snap. Every time it works, every time I haven't had one failed attempt pretty good. yet. It's pretty good. The if you're kid happy will be, and you know it. The kid will be making a happy face. Once I've even said, "If you're happy and you know it, say cheese," and they all say it, and they look at the camera, and it's like, okay, everyone's That's the looking. Song. There it is. All the kids are looking. That's my tip or trick. That's a great one, and it's a good reminder to not ask your kid to say cheese. Like it's better to have them play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so smart. Yeah, you, um, you know what? I have such sick brain. I had one, and I totally <laughs> have one, but I'm literally going through that moment where I'm like flatlining in the brain. I have one that I took from you last week. Well, okay, I remember mine now. Yes, what back is to it? back to real life. Um, craft corner. So your kids came over when uh, the other week, like just yep. having the art stuff all in one spot, knowing that you can get it out every time. It's a good, it's been really useful for their time because sometimes they're just driving me nuts and it's a drawer that they know they can go to and there's just- They can reach everything. They can reach everything and they can use it whenever they want on the table that they know I don't mind them drawing on. And it seems- Yeah, I was easy. about to say that table was- <laughs> That table that is table a great table, right? <laughs> it, that it, poor table. That table lives through the beating and looks yeah. just as pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Take, take it from the interior designer. Good design does not mean things are like pretty and breakable. No, right. it means yeah. they're sturdy you can and live kid-proof. In them. Yeah. <laughs> Functional. <laughs> but dope. It's not design if it doesn't serve a function. That's just Thank you for saying nuts. that. Thank you for you saying go. that because as a mom, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Spider, do you have a save your sanity tip for us? Um, sure. Uh, let's see. Well, at least my son. I'm not sure if a lot of kids like this, but like he's kind of obsessed with like how fast songs are and like dancing and stuff. So I'll just be like, if I'm trying to like cook dinner or something, I will try to put on like the fastest music possible and be like, go dance to this. And then he'll go insane and be dancing to the, fa- and then it can like tire him out and give him something to do while I'm trying to like do the thing, but I still get to hang with him and show him music. But like, yeah. he's like, what's the fastest song? So I'm like, okay, the Ramones or like Bad mm. Brains or like insane punk music that's super fast. And then he just tries to go insane and like do a floss dance, like till his arms fall off, you know. And then I'm like, I get a funny vision and to play music and get to make him dinner. And then by the time he's done, he's all tired, sometimes like naked or who knows what's happening. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I was trying to clean up the house yesterday and I'm like, why is there underwear like all the way over here? And then I was like, oh yeah, he was like trying to kick it as far as he could off of his. <laughs> Leg, um, you know that like kid thing when you get your shorts they or don't, pants. They to the have bottom. Girls. I do that. Oh no, my yeah, but like kids just want to kick things off. You know, it's just like a yeah. So I don't know. Once he, I started filming it, and then once he like got completely naked, I was like, okay, that's not part of <laughs> going to be in my phone.
Stone. Thanks so much <laughs> for personal dad son time. Right. Just- <laughs> right. But yes, just put on fast songs yep. and be like, hey, how fast can you dance? Let's see this. The DJ in me challenge. wants to be like, do you just go for the highest BPMs or you go yeah. in mood? No, <laughs> mix, but high BPM. No, I'll do take on me, aha, or right. I'll do like go. a punk song. It just has to be like, you know, maniac, good one. Because then he sings it forever. He has a friend named Shane, and so now we just say Shaniac the whole time, but he loves that. He's like, it's a maniac, Shaniac. He's like, this, yeah. These are boys. I still relate to this. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Girls I might like, like it. So, yeah. You know. uh, yeah. Our girls would probably like that for sure. <laughs> one of them yeah. more than the other, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. One of Kyrie more than Ellie. Yeah. Uh, DJ Hoppa, Ellie would do you be like, stop it? being a maniac. Kyrie <laughs> would like break the ukulele. Yeah. 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 Oh, she would she's go definitely going to be a guitar yeah. slammer. She would. And then Ellie will be like, we need to choreograph this. Yeah. What are you doing? You went off on a tangent. That is not what I choreographed. <laughs> Um, DJ Hoppa, do you have a Savio Sanity? Yeah, mine's short and easy. I Uber it everywhere. <laughs> Uber yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Uber everywhere. Yeah. It makes life easier. And there it are, takes the stress out of things. And if you're taking your kid with you, we've talked about this, there are seats that you, different yep. kinds of seats that you don't have to carry on your back. Yeah, they actually the fold seat, up and so put I in your take, bag. I take Ali to school almost every morning. Um, and yeah, we, we Uber it to school. And it, it completely takes the stress out of it. I'm able to spend time with her in the car. So, so win, you install win. like a little seat? Yeah, we you, we have this little like portable thing that folds out. Right, and I have she, one of those. Yeah. yeah, we took it like to Portland because yep. I was like, I'm not renting a car. And then we put uh, her, we, I just put it in her backpack, in her school backpack and makes it easy. Yeah. Make, her, make her carry it. Yeah, um, those are true. our Savio Sanity tips and tricks for this episode of Mom Life You. If you have any tips or tricks for us, please send them to us. We need all the help we can get. We're at Mom Life Yo. That's all of our handles or momlifeyo.com. I have a question for the dads of a tribe called Dad. Yeah. I feel like when moms get together, it doesn't matter if you didn't even meet as moms, if you met at work as coworkers and colleagues, you will end up talking about your kid. You just will. Yeah. Because that's the thing that connects us. Mm, Is right. that true of dads when moms are not around? Um, I think it depends on the type of person or dad. I don't know. Sometimes I know can, people and I don't even know if they're a dad. And then sometimes I do. It just depends. But Some, if you know you're both dads, can you like have a Monday night football game and like not once mention children? Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. So <laughs> but I mean, I do end up talking about my kid a lot. But I mean, no, there's people that I. It just it depends what setting I'm in and what we're doing and stuff. I guess. Um, What's something that you? I guys- feel like I'm really into my kids, so people know to talk to me about it. You know, like people that aren't parents talk to me about my kid because I feel like I'm constantly posting about him and talking about him. But you know, it's, I think it depends on the kind of yeah. dad. Some people don't want to talk about it. Like you're saying, don't want to post it. And But I think that that's also what we're trying to do with A Tribe Called Dad, too, is to yeah. try to be able to, like, you know, make it okay for dads right. to be able to talk about changing diapers and right. whatever. And I think know. guys don't ask each other questions, period. Like, that's just, we just don't do that. You know, like, my wife will always be like, oh... 
what was this? What was that? Like, ask me 50 things. I'm like, I didn't ask any of that. You know what I mean? I didn't even think of oh, any yeah. of that you, stuff. You know what I mean? I was like, what up? How are you? properly because you didn't I know nothing have the about right anyone. interview questions. Yeah, I'll know someone for 10 years. I don't know anything about them. Like, I, do you guys do this? And like, you'll be like, but, but what's her blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I have no clue. Sometimes, but I feel like we're the opposite. Hoppa's <laughs> like, well, did you ask this, this, and that? And I'm like, you know, that's a good question. I didn't. I only asked the first one, but I should have been more thorough. Well, yeah, you're right. He's the super interviewer. He's the interviewer, yeah. So it's kind of an unfair thing. But I feel like a lot of times guys, and this is why we're doing it, like you said, to open the dialogue yeah. and, and make it more of a normalized thing. Because I do love talking about it. Sometimes it's just not in my nature and I don't think about it. But um, We've actually gotten a great response, too, from just people because we've we've posted this on, you know, obviously on our on our own personal social, you know, platforms and all of that. And, you know, we've had people kind of come out of the woodwork and start to, you know, ask, ask us questions about fatherhood. We've had I mean, we've what had are the questions that, are, that you guys get from dads about fatherhood. Well, uh, yeah. Go well, ahead. I don't know. I just like you said, like I travel almost every weekend. I do all this different stuff. So I think people a lot of um i don't know either like dads that are in my position or want to be or have been or whatever like are like how do you do how do you deal with how do the, how do you do the balance you know how do you how does like between your wife and your kid mm -hmm. and like all the stuff and how do you make it work and do, you know do you guys have tips for those dads i feel like we talk about that all the time with moms and we have a good sense of the things that moms at least try to do to try to keep a balance there never really is a balance i don't think um in a perfect you right. know in a perfect balance but we know all the things that we try on the mom side what are what are things that moms don't even realize dads are doing i, I feel like when hop huh. and i get into arguments sometimes what ends up coming out is he will say to me like you know i've been doing this i've been doing that i've been and, and i'm trying and i'm like you know what? You're right. I haven't even thought of that because I'm so caught up in the mom stuff right. that, of everything that I do as a mom. So what are some of the things that you guys try to balance and definitely are intentional about at home with your families? I mean, something I've been noticing, I'm learning as I go. I, you know what I mean? Yep. I'm not perfect. I don't know what is going on. No one taught me how to do any of this. So um, what I've noticed as he gets older, like I want to give him some a little bit more of a regular um, feeling about things. Like it's been so random his whole life. Like you said, I'll sometimes I'll travel for three and a half months. I'll be gone. And sometimes I'm, I have a residency where I'm gone every weekend, no matter what. And then sometimes I'm home for the, a whole month. And, um, and then also through the week I can make my own plans and be like, Oh, I'm going to be on a podcast. I'm doing this. I have to be out all night. I'm, I'm doing this. I have to sleep in today. I'm working. So, I'm trying to make it more regular, like mm. at least have dinner as much as I can around a certain time or I don't know, attempt some sort of regularity in his life. Like um, structure. The work, yeah, so it's not so balance. crazy. Yeah, because uh, he doesn't even have, I don't know what I'm doing time-wise all the time, but then he doesn't either. And I think after a while, maybe throws him off, you know, like. Yeah, I think that that's one of the most challenging things about the the nine to five dad is that there isn't this sort of regular schedule. So a lot of the people that I think listen in to a tribe called Dad or, um, you know, our guests on our show like have similar experiences when it comes to that. And I think 
you know, just with our economy these days, I think that that's the way that things are moving. I mean, we live in a gig economy where you've got people that are trying to piece together different hustles to make it work. So, um, yeah, it's really interesting. I think, you know, it's, it is about sacrifice. It is about balance and trying to find that. Um, we had on, uh, we had a guest on our show recently, Josh Levine, um, who's like a big, you know, creative marketing music exec. Um, and one of the things that he mentioned was, yeah, trying to create, uh, being home for dinner every night. And that became something that he was trying to do in his, in his household. Or I think they, they do like a movie night every Friday or something like that, where like they pick a movie or whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, I think that there's, there's a lot that, you know, dad's, are balancing and I think the other different thing for what's happening with dads is as I mentioned before you know I think the difference between the generations is big so the dad of today uh you know we for the most part I think grew up with dads that were working nine to five jobs and we're at a, a job for 30 years and then retired. And, it, you know, that you was know still part of You know what time dad it. gets home. Like you expect dad home at six o'clock. And that dad's going to be home on the weekend. And that'll be, you know, and there's there was that. And there was a lot more stability. Whereas like today, I mean, try to find somebody who's been in the same job for 20 years. Like that's almost impossible to mm -hmm. be able to find today. And I think the role of the mom has changed also. But I think the role of the dad is changing, you know, even more so. And I think you have more dads that are trying to uh, be involved and be involved in their kids' lives and trying to make an effort to do so, mm -hmm. even yeah. more so than it was before. But separate that work. It's so hard with your phone and all that stuff and feel like, right. okay, I, well, I'm making money and I got to like do this job. But then at the same time, like your kid doesn't care. You know what I mean? So it's like try to like really set those times where okay, I'm not going to be emailing back about the gig or the sound equipment or whatever I got to deal with or trying to post on my thing, you know, like, like I had that time earlier, so, um, I shouldn't do it with him, you know, and just give, mm -hmm. give him like a little bit more of some regularity if he can. Like even and when we were gone, we went away last week and we were on vacation, but also I was working and I like combined it. And the day I had to work, he was so disappointed and I get it because he was like, wait, this is weird. Like, why are you doing that? And he was like, I wish you could just pick right when you want to DJ and right when you want to play. And then you decide. And I was like, well, I kind of can. But, you know, like, uh, this right. is the way it is. You know, it, it's so it's almost easier when they know, oh, well, he's always there this time. But when it's so random, he's like, I don't know. But you know? I, I think the gender stereotype that exists here that I hear you pick up on when you say play versus DJ or like work versus play. I think dads were inherently better at coming home and intentionally being dad. Mm. Even if it is the nine to five or the non to five, the male gender comes home, walks through the door and lets all your bags down. And then your dad and your dad for a shorter period of time, stereotypically in right. the background, whereas moms are, were around our kids all day. They could be with us 24 seven but we might not have actually looked them in the eyes and like thought about their intention that day because we're surviving between the grocery store and right. getting in the car and the shoes. And so like you can see your kids all day and never really see your kids. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Do you ever feel like I wake up sometimes at those days, like going to bed and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, well that was my, and we've talked about this here on the show in past episodes when I had that epiphany last year, that teaching moment where Ellie said to me, 
you're so tired. Like I said, I'm so grateful to be your mom. And she said, but you're so tired. Like it was a, but it wasn't like, right. you know, and so in my mind I was, it clicked and I was like, you know, before I clicked, I was like, well, how could she possibly think that I'm here? I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm taking you on special treat days, just me and you. How could you possibly think that? And what she was saying is, but you're not, you're here, but you're not here. Like you're not right. seeing me. You're tired and you're thinking about work and you're exactly what you're saying, Spider. And I think, um, yeah, before it was the nine to f- the nine to fivers, which a lot of us now are entrepreneurs or Hoppa, you're right, you know, gigging, gigging and f- figuring out new projects before you went to work and you didn't like work. So when you got home, you were happy to be home like you worked because you needed money and you could turn yeah. it off and you could yeah. turn it off. Yeah. You could come home and play. And now what we do for work, we actually like doing. Well, I'm a singer and I love to sing. You're an interior designer. You love to design. You guys are DJs and you are at home working. But you know, a kid is kind of a kid might be confused by that, like you said, because that's that's a part of what you love to do as well. Well, and I think that's where we're all learning from each other, right? Like, so as moms who were always grocery shopping, it's not that different of a head switch. <laughs> Should or, always, always shopping. By the way, I don't even grocery <laughs> right. shop, so call me out right I was now. Say, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm opening my fridge like, okay, okay. I'm having oatmeal. Here we we are better multitaskers in general. I think moms typically, I know, Hoppa's giving me stink. <laughs> I feel like all moms think that. Yeah, I do. Okay, I'm not trying to start a war here, but (laughs) my wife always says that. She's like, I can multitask. I'm doing all these things. I'm like, you're doing the one thing the one time you're doing it, and you're not doing any of the other things. And she's like, yes, I am. I'm doing this thing and this thing. It's like, there's no way. It's impossible you know it it's, to it's actually multitask. Because right. that's true. It's but good. we're we're doing it in our okay. brains. You guys are better at executing it. You're we're just doing, doing it all like, the stuff slower. No, and yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> in our minds, here's I had this moment even last night. I'm, you know, doing doing the upload or doing the email, but then I'm like, wait, but Irie's sandwich for tomorrow can't be this. So let me okay, let me do that right now. But wait, Irie needs her blanket for tomorrow. And Ellie needs a fresh pair of underwear. Did I dry I that laundry? And because I'm the one who's gonna think about that well, so I think, more than anyone else well, in the house. So I think that that's where there is a misconception. Like I think that there's that's where a part of the misconception is because I think that dads do think about a lot of that same stuff or have other things too that like are going on. But I would agree with Spider and a, a long time, or not a long time ago, I mean, this was probably even a couple of years ago when I felt like I was really good at multitasking. And then I also realized that there's, it's impossible yeah. to do it. And yeah. I think you are, you're better served a lot of times just being able to focus on this one thing, set a time to do it, make that time, you know, challenging, like try to get this done in 10 minutes. And I mean, I do this all throughout my day is I set timers all throughout my day. And I've started to do that even with our girls of like, hey, look, like last night I did it when they were they were taking forever to eat their food. They're like playing with each other. Irie almost choked. You didn't catch that. Oh, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I was no, in the room almost, on a call. She almost choked because Hold they on, were times I was laughing. in the room on a call because I was like, you know what? I'm going to not run out on my call. I'm going to take my call and I'm going to let other parent, parent, dad, parent, yeah, I'm figure not calling out the you choking out on situation. It. <laughs> I'm not calling you out. She's I'm just like, saying wait, to you. Nothing got past me. No, 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 no. no. So here's, here's that's like, what I'm going to put heard. you on speaker and do the Heimlich <laughs> real quick. All right, thanks. Well, here's I'm what back. I'm saying, though. Is See, that but, they, that's what but that's what we do. do. <laughs> that's what we do. 
I, I feel like a dad would freak out and hang up the phone. A but, mom would just put right, it so, on secret. So here's the thing, it. though. Here's the thing: is if you I were would to do that, hang up the phone. <laughs> if you were to do that, you would you would miss out on whatever was happening, anyways, on that You're phone right. call for that five minutes or That's whatever true. it would be. So it, it's a kind of a moot point. But what I'm saying is that, like, even with giving them time, last night I said, "Look, you have five minutes to finish this." And I set, I set a timer, and then that's what it was. It was five minutes, and they needed to finish their food. And they got to it, and they finished it you know, during that time frame. What I think is, is helpful, and this is not even just only for dads or only for moms. I think this is important for people in general. I feel like we're so distracted throughout the day in general. Like No matter what your job is, no matter what you do, I mean, you could be working a nine-to-five job and still be distracted all the time throughout your day. But I mean, these phones are constantly distracting us. There's all sorts of you know directions we're being pulled in, and I think yeah, I think kids do feel that, and they yeah. they recognize that, and they know when you're you're actually there, uh, when you're you know physically yeah. present and and focused on them. And I think you know a big part of what we're trying to do too on our side is you know this is a bit of us, I think also checking each other and being able to you know have a partner in fatherhood which i think you know that i mean i know that that's how you guys connected as well but you know i think it's also being able to provide that resource to other dads that are out there and trying to set a good example i mean sort of like it or not i think we've fallen into this and now become role models sort of uh for you know what to do and and admittedly not saying that we know you know what we're doing all the time and that we're still willing to share what can be what can be possible if you're intentional about it yeah, and I think that, you know... And we all, you know, sometimes fail during the week, but we get back on track. Well, and I'll say this about Spider. I mean, like, I think the the average person who is, you know, kind of keeping tabs on his life on social media would have no idea necessarily that, like, he's gone all the time and he's not present. Because when he is spending time with his family, like, he's fully engaged and fully there. And I mm-hmm. think, to me, I would take that, you know... 99 well, times out of 100 uh, to somebody who was always around but never really fully there. Well, you know? and that's one of the benefits of the non to five is that you can do that. Like yesterday, right. I had a big move in with a client and Kenzie walked through the door with the nanny and I could just tell he was in a bad mood and he didn't want to hug me and he didn't. And so I sent my team without me and I was like, you know, my work brain was like, don't be late, big client, you move in day. And then the other part of me was able to say, you know what? They can wait. My girls can start. I'll be there an hour and a half late. And I'm choosing to take this one hour. And as soon as I gave that kid that, you know, little one, the inch, like he really wanted me to build Legos with him and build Legos with Mm -hmm. him again. And sometimes that's all it is. Yeah, right. I'm going to yeah, share they- a quote that I um, that I quoted the other day by one of my favorites, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Deep and simple is far more essential than shallow and complex. I think that applies here. Even just in the day-to-day living, like you said, if you're present, be present. Even if it's for a shorter amount of time, right. then be there all day long and be so completely distracted. And not just with kids, but with anything. I think it just leads to a better... Um, you know, state of mind and peace of peace in your body and peace in your heart. You know who um, was very much like that? The interview that we had earlier, if you guys are just tuning in at the top of the show, we had an interview with Monica, the singer Monica. We were backstage with her mom of three. When I asked her questions, and I don't know, Papa, if you noticed this, I've I've interviewed many artists, um, a lot of young up and coming artists. With her, I mean, she she was 13 when she started. She's been in this business a long time. 
And she, every question I asked her, her eyes did not move from mm. my eyes. It didn't matter right. if her manager was saying, wrap it up. It didn't matter that if her kid was in the corner, which the kid wasn't, but like her best friend was there and there were photographers right. there and someone else was waiting to interview her right after us. And any question that I asked her, she paid attention. She looked me straight in the eyes. Her eyes did not leave mine until she answered. Her answers were well thought out because she was listening. Yeah. And when someone talks to you like that, and values what you're saying so much, it makes you value what they're saying when they answer you or when they talk back to you. And it really did make me think about not just my relationships and business and with people, but with my kids. Like if I'm really attentive and listening to them, they're gonna wanna listen back to me. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that that's, I, I think that that's a huge part of what I notice with a lot of these young kids. You can see it even, you know, in the five and six year olds in kindergarten. You know, is when you are actually paying attention to these kids and you're engaged with them, like they, that's invaluable. And the other thing is kids have no concept of time, really. I mean, their concept right. of time is is very skewed. So I always have to explain it in episodes to Ellie. Right. It's like two episodes of of Daniel Tiger. That's how long we're going to be. Well, here. that's what I'm saying. So they really, it really doesn't matter that it's we like, have, oh, well, I've been home all day with you. Right. It's like, well, yeah, but you haven't really paid me any attention. Whereas like, you know, if we played this one game for three minutes, that might be the thing that makes the biggest impact on that kid for the entire month, Dang. for years yeah. to come. Like, remember that one time when we played that one game? I mean, Ellie still will say certain things like that. Yeah. You know? She remembers those moments when it wasn't like Bregan says, she likes to create moments in her interior design. It's not about the design. It's not about the amount of time. It's about the moment, what was felt here and what, yeah, what, what emotions did we share? And that's, and I... Uh, Uber a lot like you do, Hoppa. And that's one of the things I like Ubering about the kids is is a moment in the day that would totally just be a regular us fighting, me driving, right. trying, you know, don't get out of your car seats, uh, right. drop the French, like whatever that would have been. I would be with them for the same amount of time going to and from the same place, but I wouldn't be with them. So when we Uber, I get to, we, we play music. We, right. I teach them about you know, 90s R&B, so I don't fail the second time. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Failed um, as a big sister. Did the dads like being on the mom show today? Did yeah. the tribe call dad like being on mom like show Yeah, today? it was fun. Was, yeah. it too, was it too intense? No, we, no, we should do this on, again. I can handle anything. <laughs> yeah. Can we be on your show, or will the dads not appreciate uh, the mom talk? Oh. Wow! <laughs> We're going to talk about that well, at home. a special edition will <laughs> add on an extra 30 yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, uh, yeah. Exactly. We have a limited time. You can right. come in for the just. You can throw in a we top can come three. In, you can't talk, and then we're out. Right, right, right. Spoken like true dads. Thank you guys so much. Thank you to a tribe called Dad. Um, new podcast. I'm going to let you guys talk about that. DJ Hoppa, DJ Spider. Tell us where we can find the a tribe called Dad. Yes, yeah, so you can find it on uh, all all of the podcast stores. So wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. Um, iTunes podcast store, of course. Yeah. And if you go on Instagram, it's just a tribe called dad. Um, and then that'll have links to all the stuff there. And yeah. And for any moms that are up. tuning in and, you know, want to share this with your, your husband or the father of your children or whatever it is, or anybody that's out there. I mean, it, it really is. Um, it really is something special. There's not a lot of people that are talking about fatherhood and doing it in this in the way that we're doing it so we're excited to be able to share this with with everybody that's out there we've also found out that actually uh a big part of our audience is women 
a big part of the. Excuse me. A big, a big part what of the. There's a lot of moms. You know you married a DJ, right? There are a lot of moms that are listening. They're tuning in for those sexy dads that you're talking about. (laughs) Listen, send me their handles later. We'll talk about it. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening in. Thank you to DJ Hoppa, DJ Spider, a Tribe Called Dad podcast. Thank you to Monica for letting us interview her backstage. And we will talk to you guys next time. It's Mom Life, yo. (laughs) It's Mom Life, yo.